that, but so much of it is a very tight collaboration with the storytelling director because the visuals are storytelling, right? So as we know, you know, we've seen uh, lots of movies that have, um, you know, really very little dialogue, but yet the visuals really got to tell the story along with the music and everything. So it's a very collaborative process. And um, I think that is, that's really exciting because that's, that's, you know, when you, especially when you, we're back to the Neil Haley Show here on the Total Celebrity segment. I'm excited to welcome the program. My co-host, first of all, Greg Hanna from Toss C3. How are you, Greg? And I know you're excited about our guest, and, and, and it's always fun to chat with you. How are you, Greg? I'm uh, doing fantastic, Neil, and I can't wait to talk to the guests. All right. So I'm excited about our guest today. It's Mark Cole, director, cinematographer. He's going to teach us a lot of things that, hey, I don't really know about it in my follow-up questions, and he's going to talk, promote Quest that's on Disney Plus. Mark, thanks for stopping by. How are you? Oh, yeah. No problem. I'm excited. All right. The quest, and we'll get right to it. But let's first go with uh, Greg's first question for Mark. Go ahead. Well, hey, Mark. It's a pleasure to meet you. Yeah. Um, did uh, you always want to be a film director? Well, let, uh, let's clarify. I'm actually the director of photography on this, even okay. though I do, I do uh, quite a bit of directing of like commercials and things, and I'm in the Directors Guild of America. But uh, on this particular project, I was the director of photography and the cinematographer. Meaning your career growing up. That's the question. Did you always? Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, well, I worked my I worked my way up uh, to uh, directing, but uh, it wasn't like I was. Uh, my goal in life was to be a director. I kind of fell into the 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 film business uh, actually through a music career, and um, you know I started off shooting my own things and editing them, and then uh, I kind it kind of evolved into an overall storytelling kind of thing, which obviously in includes directing. Um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of the storytelling is in the directing end, but it's also in the, in the editing end as you put the pieces of the puzzle together. But I found that my skills really, and uh, my heart really just loved being on set, right? So, and, and with that, uh, you know, came operating the camera and then, uh, you know, creating the image and then uh, overall just working with people and telling stories. So I'm drawn to the overall storytelling, you know, uh, um, career. I just love, I love all of that together. So yes, directing, and then also obviously directing photography is a big part of it. And um, as I get on larger and larger shoots throughout my career, I moved more into the cinematography directing part, which is obviously vital to the, to the storytelling uh, uh, piece. And, uh, but, you know, working closely with directors and understanding blocking and understanding of framing and understanding what the image says to the audience and how you compose it and um, you know how you can tell stories without even words uh, by just an image and art direction and all that sort of thing. So yeah, I'm drawn. Uh, but to answer your question, I wasn't. It wasn't like I got you know went through uh, a, a part of my life where I laid in bed and went, I want to direct. It just kind of evolved into that, you know, and and. Uh, I think uh, by being on set and on thousands of set over the sets over the years, I started to see all the different departments because there's so many artists on a set, you know, and, but I was still, I kept gravitating towards camera. I just wanted to be around the camera. I wanted to be around, you know, the people in front of the camera, the lighting, uh, uh, all of aspects of the lensing and, the, and that. And obviously that uh, goes hand in hand with directing and director of photography. So, yeah. It's interesting. So, so the mixture between uh, photography 
and film kind of define that, you know, how you're going to talk about photography versus the camera, the camera of the, of, of the film. Well, I mean, like uh, someone told me a very long time ago um, that there's two directors on a larger set, right? There's the director that tells the story and that's everybody knows what, you know, uh, that that person does. And then there's the person that directs the photography, right? So we're there when you when you get to a set, you're there to photograph it. You're there to record it, right? And that's when uh, the uh, that's when you know I really jump in with that. But so much of it is a very tight collaboration with the storytelling director because the visuals are storytelling, right? So as we know, you know we've seen uh, lots of movies that have um, you know really very little dialogue, but yet the visuals really got to tell the story along with the music and everything. So. It's a very collaborative process, and um, I think that is that's really exciting because that's that's you know when you especially when you go to different locations and you have different um, uh, scenarios with different lighting and different issues and and uh, again there's an instinctual process to it that I really enjoy um, you know f f photographing things and running the crew and making sure you stay on schedule without losing your creative vision. That's always the challenge. So most of it also, you know, it's an artistry, but it's also, um, you know, like I said before, it's it's sort of a spiritual instinctual process of, you know, reading kind of where things are gonna go in the scene and, and how how the actors are gonna react and the blocking and, and kind of going through all of that with them at the same time being somewhat invisible, right? Because we don't wanna really draw attention to the camera. We really don't wanna distract the actors. We want to be, uh, you know, very mindful of that sort of thing. And, and again, creating, staying with the overall creative look and also staying on schedule and battling, you know, weather, battling sound problems, battling all kinds of problems. And uh, it's a very exciting and stressful position, but that's really what I love about it because it's always different. It's never the same, right? It seems so different. There's more questions to think about and all these things because we don't see those examples. The final piece of the puzzle, Greg, I'll go back to Greg on this, is when we finally see that movie or we see that TV show or we see that streaming or commercial, we don't know all that goes into it, Greg. And we're learning this from Mark, aren't we, Greg? No, nah, man, it's amazing. So, you know, Mark, talking about the storytelling, what was it like working with a creative genius like Francis Ford Coppola? Uh, well, I worked, I worked mostly, he produced, um, he produced a movie I did, I, I shot for his uh, nephew, Christopher Coppola. So I didn't work directly with his creative vision. I worked with the lineage of him, you know, but, uh, uh, you know, that was fun. We, we actually shot at his, uh, vineyard and Martin Sheen was, it was a Western called the gunfighter and, uh, Martin Sheen and Bobby Carradine were in it. So I got to work with some pros on that. We actually, it was an old it, I was matching film that uh, they had shot on a, on an old um, format called Technoscope, and actually Francis owned the cameras, so we used all of his own equipment, and we shot right there on his vineyard up in Napa. Yeah, that was that was a fun job. Yeah. So, what about for mentors? What who would you say you know worked with that was like, wow, this really was a big influence on me in my career? Um, well, there's several. I mean, you know. Uh, well, I did some of the people I worked with on the quest are, you know, uh, you know, extremely intelligent, creative people that have been around a very long time. And, you know, uh, I don't know if you guys have actually seen the show, but it's, 
it's a, you know, it's, it's a hybrid. So the producers of the amazing race, um, you know, Mark Ordesky and Jane Fleming. And then we had, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, that was the, the, the Lord of the Rings and then the amazing race Bertram and company. Uh, so those, those are extremely, you know, high end creative people. And I got to work under their umbrella into this hybrid of a scripted uh, reality competition show. So, um, you know, they're very different in their genres and in, in, in those types of shows. But, you know, we, we have the quest is, you know, a part of a, it looks like a $200 million fantasy movie, right? It's Lord of the Rings. And then it meets the challenge and the, um, the obstacles of the amazing race with real kids immersed into this world. And we go into sort of a live television kind of thing as, as the kids solve challenges and puzzles as wow. they go through uh, the castle and uh, the, you know, the dark forces that are coming to take over the castle and what have you. So uh, cinematically, it was very challenging. And actually, storytelling wise, it was very challenging because you know, we had, like I said, a movie, right? That we have uh, these characters, kings and princes and all of this. And then we have eight real 13 to 15 year old kids that come in in street clothes and have to immerse themselves into this environment, change into uh, these paladin clothes and then help the characters in the movie, if you will, fight off the dark forces that are trying to take over the kingdom through these, uh, through these puzzles and challenges that are based on the virtues, right? So it's, it's quite a, an interesting project. And we approached it, I approached it very cinematically. And, uh, you know, instead of going into a reality type look, when we went to the reality competition, we stayed with our cinematic vibe of, you know, Lord of the Rings. And right. we saw that all the way through. So that's something that I don't think has ever been done. And we, we actually shot a widescreen anamorphic, which I don't think has been done in any no. type competition. So it's sort of, when you watch the show, it's seamless. It's, it goes right into these live challenges looking like, you know, Lord of the Rings. So I think it's quite, uh, it's quite different. And I think uh, the team we had in place, it was just, it was actually fascinating working with these, all these, you know, the creative people and then in mixing the stories and, and uh, it works very nicely. It's really a, a different piece of uh, cinema for sure. Wow. It, se it seems like a different piece of cinema and it's something, Greg, when you talk about, you know, the discussion as we're talking about the quest that's going to be on Disney plus Greg, I, I, when I, when I heard the name, the quest you can look at the poster, you wouldn't think it's the real kids. Adding that to the competition makes something unlike anything else, for sure. Yeah, and you know, when we, when we went into it, too, uh, Disney didn't want it to feel like a reality show in any way. So there, therefore, there's no, um, there's no interviews, right? There's nobody looking at the camera. There's no um, what we call background packages. Usually in a reality-type show, you do background packages on people to establish who they are. You know, this is Timmy from Ohio. He's a math student, you know, whatever. We didn't do any, any, any of that. So we, we instead, you know, had set pieces, uh, like we had a fire pit that was uh, just after some of the challenges and the kids would go around the fire pit and, and talk. And we would learn about who they were through these organic conversations, as well as their barracks and the places that they stayed. And uh, we would, you know, we would start to learn about who they are 
uh, you know, authentically through them, them chatting with each other. Um, and then, you know, of course, it's streaming. So as you watch through and binge watch the episodes, it, eventually all the characters evolve and you can see who they are as a person. And we learn more and more about each person and you become very engaged. And actually, the, as you as you watch the episodes, they get more, you know, you get more and more drawn into who are these kids and what's driving them and, you know, how are they going to get through these challenges? So it, it's a different format all the way around. It doesn't it, we broke the standard uh, network television format of reality type competition format. And then obviously added in the scripted element on top of it to create even more drama. So there's a lot of beautiful visual effects in it. And, uh, and on that note, since we had the, the kids and we were doing everything live and organic with them, most of the visual effects were done in camera so that the kids could actually see it. You can't really, it's not really authentic if they're reacting to a green screen, right? So yeah. we didn't do anything like that. You know, we had, um, we had an episode where we had these things called wispets flying all through the castle and all the stuff where they were actually drones. So they were, we were actually flying these things around them. So they, uh, so it startled them and, and we created those reactions that way. Yeah. That's crazy. How is it for you being involved in the quest project compared to other projects that you've been involved with in your career? Well, uh, I was just mentioning quite a bit of it, but, um, you know, I, I always enjoy things that are different. Like I don't, most of the most of the shows I've shot have been pilots, which I enjoy because you're creating something from the ground up. You're not taking over somebody else's look. You're not coming into, you know, season three or something. And, and like I said, following what's already been established that works. You're starting from the ground up. And when you start anything like a show from the ground up, I don't care what you put on paper. You don't know what it is. You just don't know. It finds itself. Right. And that's the exciting part. You know, we, we plan and we plan and we plan, but when you go into it and you start to, you know, sh get on set and work with characters and stuff, it starts to evolve, right? And then you start to see, oh, it's not going the way we thought, but it's going over here, which is even cooler or, or unexpected, or you take a little bit of this and, and you mix it with that and then this works. And, you know, um, so that's exciting to 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 come at something and and really develop it, and that's obviously the most difficult part because we learn so much, right? right? You know, did this once in 2013, and I think it aired in 2014 in uh, for ABC, which is obviously owned by Disney, and um, it was a, it was a different show, but we shot it. I mean, it was called The Quest, but it, it was it, it it's not formatted quite the same as this one. We learned quite a bit on that. We had 12 adults in that one. And, um, you know, it was just a, a different, uh, it was a different thing. And I think it wasn't quite accepted as well as it is now. Um, because I think now, um, years later, the our viewership is different. You know, we didn't really have, you know, FaceTime and Zoom and where people are immersed in like what we're doing right now. We didn't have this type of technology where people are as familiar with the cameras being around, you know, they accept that, um, you know, one of the, one of the things we were concerned about on the quest uh, on this one was, you know, are they going to think the kids are actors and they're bad actors? Are they going to know they're real kids? You know, you know what I mean? If we don't change the look of it, how's the viewer going to know who's who and whatever. But I think we've evolved since 2014 
into something where, you know, kids accept these sort of things. We are immersed in technology. You know, we're, we're now wearing VR headsets and playing video games and we're immersed with people around the world and we're playing, you know, different things with them. So it's more of an accepted observer, subjective mix that's uh, in film is, uh, it seems to work. You know, our job, our job really as filmmakers is to keep you watching, right? Right. Keep interested. Well, the Quest definitely does that. Because you 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 want to see what is this? What's going on? And and then that that drives you to keep watching it. You know, so exactly the drive to keep watching something. And when you start thinking about, so the quest kind of puts together a bunch of different things. What themes do you think that you see in the quest that might be in other shows? Because you're adding the reality portion of the kids with the quest, but in a more of a Harry Potter theme. What we kind of themes would you say? The quest brings i'm looking just at the poster in general and some of the things you're putting together and the the effects and everything with this yeah well um it's based somewhat on the virtues which is good right mm-hmm. so you know you know it has wisdom courage you know all these different the virtues so i think that's really good i think uh you know every show has has a struggle you know and, and it has an outcome it has a success or, or what have you but it's unexpected the success but it's, it's a lot, you know, kids work together on this one as a team more than individuals. So there's a lot of lessons in teamwork. Uh, there's a lot of diversity in it. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting that way. It's not like there's no eliminations. So it's team, like I said, it's based on the virtues and team effort. And I think it's a very positive show as well. It's exciting, uh, dramatic, interesting, and yet it has a message of positivity in it. Greg, any other questions for Mark? Yeah. No, that's fantastic. I guess, do you have anything else coming up for you in the future? Um, well, yeah, sure. I always got, you get lots of stuff going on. Um, yeah, I have a, I have a, a scripted movie uh, in the, uh, around before Thanksgiving coming up. It's a pretty good size uh, piece. I got a couple of documentaries in the hopper, um, potentially a scripted series uh, in Atlanta, uh, next you know next year so yeah there's lots of things that i fill in the blanks with um you know commercials and branded content type work in music videos and stuff yeah so i stay busy for sure so you know you know they stay busy and you know and it's the with the process of all these new streaming networks there's more and more opportunity isn't there mark and the yeah there is there is there's also lots more competition and uh you know as you dilute uh, where we're looking, you know, when we look at the screens, like, where do you look? And there's so many options, it's getting very diluted. You know, the budgets follow that too, right? So mm-hmm. if you have viewership, your budgets go down and down. So I think, um, you know, to stand out and, and, and back to the quest that it, it's not, you can't be really good. You have to be exceptional, you know, you know what I mean? You really have to stand out on uh, to show real production value because there's a lot of decent looking things out there. But when you find something really exceptional, that's when you get the audience now. And because uh, there's so much competition. So that's the challenge is, you know, I've been in this over 30 years and I continue. One of the things that I tell people, too, is to continue to keep your uh, your mind open and always learn because there's always an old school way of reinventing something, or there's always something different, but to stay relevant and, and keep your work exceptional, like that, not, you know, not just good. Right. right. 
because we can't do that anymore. We got to be, we got to really stand out, do something different. Yeah. Because people can find people anywhere. The, to do yeah. 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 Anybody. People are bored. People get bored so fast. Yeah. You know, you got to hook them, you know, and you got to like the quest, <laughs> like, like, what is this? Like, so, exactly. you look at it and you go, what, wait, what's going on? Who are these kids? Like what? And then, so that's what, that's what hooks you in. And that's why it's different. That's why I really enjoyed it because it had never been done. So, yeah. So the social, so like, when you talk about that, I look at that in my social media, it's constantly learning. You constantly have to be looking at what's the newest thing that's happening, but also remember the tradition because sometimes the older things still work. It's just all depends on the project and what you're working with. If you constantly are doing the same thing and never changing Mark, then there's no business for you, but if no. you constantly evolve and change and change of the times and you know, it, there's also circular cyclical things right certain things that weren't going well then now they're working again you just never know yeah. what yeah. we're looking for especially themes and all that stuff well where's pe people can check you out uh, the quest is now available on disney plus is that coming soon yep yeah no it's been on since may i think 11th so yeah it's out there so yeah yep spread the word and uh it looks great too disney uh, you know they have uh, a really I don't know what exactly the technology they use, but it really holds up the quality. You know, it's, it looks pretty much exactly like the masters that we colored and the music and everything. So they do a great job in the quality and the streaming and all of that. So yeah, look for it. And how about, how about also uh, any other best place people can find it on you? Where can they go? Oh, I'm on Instagram. Uh, Mark, uh, Mark, uh, M-A-R-K underscore K-O-H-L. That's my Instagram. You can find me there. Yep. Do you have a That's website too? For yeah, yeah. It's uh, Cole Pictures, K-O-H-L-Pictures.com. All right, fantastic. And yeah. what is your goal for your business down the line? Where are you looking, where are you heading next? Like, what do you, for your production company? Where do you well, yeah. um, you know, my heart is in storytelling, you know. Um, and I, I believe, you know, I, I'm a, when we watch films and television, they influence us, right? They, you know, they, they, they really drive uh, some of our thinking. They, they form some of our opinions. So I'm really interested in doing inspirational and positive uh, content. Uh, you know, and the quest was part of that. You know, it's based on the virtues. Instead of, you know, fear-based and violence and all this stuff that tends to really affect us, especially the last few years, and bring a sense of fear and, and all this stuff, I, I really am interested in bringing a lot of inspiration because the world's a beautiful place and there's a lot of people doing beautiful things everywhere. And I think there's a lot of uh, scripted projects that go around that. And I think there's a lot of beautiful documentaries around that and to bring awareness to a lot of things out there. Uh, I'd love to bring my skill set to influencing and creating a lot of hope and, uh, you know, uh, potential, you know, to see the, for people to inspire them. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. Thanks again, Mark. Appreciate you stopping by. Thanks again, Greg. Uh, and take care, guys. Okay. All right. Thanks. You're listening and watching Thanks. the Neil Haley Show. We'll be back in just a moment.